This is Professor Pete Alexander with the Winning at Business and Life podcast, where business leaders share their insights. It is six questions in seven minutes because successful business leaders are busy and rarely have more time to spare. So let's get to it. Question number one in a few sentences. Please tell me who you are and what you do. My name is Joe. I go, uh, I go by Joe. It's Amanda Joe Irvin. And I do three things, basically. I do audit, I do consulting, and I do education. And my company is called Audit Consulting Education LLC. Surprising, right? Uh, I call it ACE for short. And really, those are the three wings of my business. I do internal audit, mainly strategy work, Co- go into organizations and say, here's where audit groups can be more valuable. Here's how you can be more valuable to your organization. Uh, Consulting side, I call myself a culture consultant. Uh, My passion is ethics and I like to go into organizations and show them how they can uh, truly live their ethical values. And third, education. I am a a CPE provider. I provide that continuing education. I'm NASBA, a NASBA CPE sponsor, and I'm also a higher ed professor. I'm teaching accounting right now uh, at a state university here in Denver, Colorado. Well, Joe, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. And I think I, you could add marketing to that uh, that list as well, because calling your in your company and all the three three areas that you you're uh, you're a specialist in, that's marketing when you can when you can uh, talk about it as succinctly as you did. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> Question number two: What is something that makes you smile and or laugh about working in your industry? Oh, I, I want to do one of each. Smile uh, to me is when somebody tells me that one of my books, trainings, keynote presentations has impacted their life somehow. Mm. Uh, that always makes me smile. Uh, just recently, I did an ethics presentation and I had someone come uh, to me after and, and tell me a story of when they had to stick up for their own ethics. And, um, you know, they said my presentation and, and my books just really continued them down that path mm. of speaking and living their values. And that just means the world to me. That always makes me smile uh, and know that I'm impacting people. Uh, What makes me laugh uh, is I'm an auditor by nature and and nobody likes auditors. Uh, That's just kind of how it is. And it makes me laugh when I see auditors still trying to be a bad cop at their organization. And I spend my days trying to transition them to be a crossing guard. I tell them to stop catching and to start coaching our organizations to be better. Uh, and that's really how they're going to add more value. So I always I always giggle a little bit when I see that bad cop image with, with auditors. <laughs> that's a great story too. And I, and you know, it's, it's funny because uh, I think most of the auditors that uh, I've worked with uh, just assume to take that bad cop role. So uh, I could totally appreciate that. <laughs> Question We're number th- I would like. <laughs> <laughs> Question number three, I have a fictitious book with all the answers for business. What chapter would you think most companies should read? How to walk your ethical talk. That's my catchy chapter uh, title. I think that um, all of our organizations or all most organizations uh, have some sort of value when it comes to ethics, whether that's integrity or honesty or, or some doing the right thing value. But the trouble they get in is when their leaders don't walk and, and really walk that value, that ethics. Uh, it's all talk. 
And so I think that's a chapter a lot of, of organizations need to focus on, getting back to their values. How can they um, not just put them on the wall, but actually live and breathe and reward people for living those values? Mm-hmm. And I think that is very insightful because I've worked for organizations who did just that. They stuck the uh, values on, you know, on the wall, as you said, gave it as a card for, you know, uh, on the backside of your uh, uh, security card and stuff, but they didn't actually do anything to reinforce it. And yeah. so um, it's, it's very powerful what you said. Thank you. Yeah. Question number four, other than the generic work harder, have a great attitude and care for customers, what advice would you give to other business leaders? I'm going to stick with my same uh, theme that I, for the last question, and I'm mm-hmm. going to say, uh, be ethical even if. Uh, And I add that even if to it, because I know it's a challenge sometimes, especially in today's world, to stand your ground. Uh, One of my favorite ethical mantras is uh, speak up even if your voice shakes. Uh, I think being ethical even if means that you're going to do that even if you, even if it's hard, even if it costs you in the short term, even if everybody else is doing it, Uh, even if you lose a customer, a client, a business partner, a colleague, a friend, a job overall. I think that leaders need to remember uh, that they they need to, I always ask this question, would you quit your job before you quit your ethics? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I want them to, to really think about that answer. Um, and I think just being ethical is something they need to build back into their everyday business model. Mm-hmm. It's so, so interesting how you put it there. And I love that even if, because that says that, you know, you're taking a risk. And, uh, you know, I, I, I know the feeling, the voice cracking, because it's like, oh, my gosh, should I be actually saying something here? And uh, but the, you know, the other thing that I think about, which is so impactful from what you said, is that, you know, the ethical, you know, ethics is, to, in my my opinion, um, something that e- equates with trust. And if you act in a non-ethical uh, way, you're losing trust of your business partners, your employer employees, what happens? And so y- if you lose that trust because your ethics have gone out the door, it's going to be very difficult to get that back. Am I, am I right about that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I have, um, I have in one of my books, I write about the ownership tips Uh, that we all need to have in our lives. And one of those tips is just remembering uh, that selling equals trust and trust equals selling. And that's, that's the cycle, right? And so you bring up that word trust. And I think that's the only way, no matter what career you're in, you're selling something. If you're an auditor, you're selling your recommendations, your ideas. Uh, You know, no matter what you're doing, you're not going to be able to sell that product or that service unless you have built that trust. So working on things that are foundational like ethics and trust is gonna make everything else come natural. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I ask a polling question in a lot of my trainings, what do you think is foundational to the success of organizations? Is it finances, revenue? Is it their product or their strategy or is it their ethics and their culture? And almost everyone answers that answer C, the ethics and the culture, yet we don't spend enough time on that ethics and culture. We spend all our time on our finances, our revenues, our products, our strategies, um, and we need to get organizations back down to those basics because then that selling is gonna come natural. It's it's just that, that trust that needs to come first. 
Absolutely. I couldn't have said it any better. Thank you for that. Question number five, what other business leader like yourself would you like to acknowledge and invite to be on my podcast? I'm going to invite Lori Pace. Uh, Lori Pace is actually somebody that I just got the pleasure of seeing in action. Um, I watched her presentation that was called The Diversity Difference, Leading by What You Do, Not What You Say. And I think that is just critical from so many aspects of um, leadership today. Um, Not only does she teach us about diversity and inclusion, but she teaches us how to act upon it. Again, it's about walking your talk. Right. Mm-hmm. And, I, and so I just I loved what she brought to the table in her presentation. Um, one of her quotes in her presentation was diversity is a good ethical decision. And of course, me as, a, as an ethics uh, instructor, uh, speaker, that's what I'm passionate about. I just I thought, wow, I, I had never equated diversity to being ethical. And she was exactly right there. Um, Lori's also huge supporting females in the community when it comes to real estate. She's got a real estate background. Um, and she thinks that that women who own who they are and own property, uh, that's the true essence of control and power in our community. So she is all about lifting other women up. Uh, and I absolutely love that about Lori. So I think she'd be great for your Yeah. Point. She sounds like a great one. I I look forward to reaching out to her. Thank you for that referral. And our our final question, question number six, please tell me about your first job. Oh, well, my first job was teaching ballet lessons to three to five-year-old kiddos. Uh, Not very many people in my professional network know that I was a a dancer for 18 years. And I once thought that I was going to be a Radio City uh, Rockette or on Broadway. That was my life's ambition. It was it was not to be an auditor, but this is where we ended up. So, (laughs) but yeah, I tell you, it taught me a lot about uh, discipline, about uh, it really is who I am today. It's foundational uh, to me. So. Well, it's great, and it's 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 great that you learned some 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 neat things, and you are the first dancer uh, to have the first first job on my show. So that's uh, that's another first there. So I appreciate that. And Joe, thank you so much for being on the show. How can people find you? Uh, LinkedIn is a great way to stay connected. Uh, it's again Amanda Joe Irvin. I have Joe in quotes, uh, and um, yeah, connect with me there. My website's auditconsultingeducation.com. If you want to check out anything that I do or any of my books are out there as well. Perfect. This is Professor Pete Alexander with the Winning at Business in Life podcast. Thanks for listening. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far? in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, 
Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.